0: Promise.com.
2: you talking to me
0: you talking to me you talking to me
3: what we've got here is failure
4: to communicate stick to the truth it's what your good news
0: Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH ICON. You can listen live at the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. NASH FM 1061 ericasher.com. And, of course, give us a follow on our social uh, media platforms. Uh, Eric Asher is the Facebook page. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher is the Twitter page. And, of course, the phone number 260 260- 1061. Got a jam-packed show for you, as we do each and every Thursday here in this program. Uh, just after our first break, it'll be Christopher Dotson of Forbes. He'll give us an update on what's happening with your New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Rene Nato of Crested Sports.com will join us at 435. Uh, he'll give us his take on uh, the, the recruiting classes of the state schools. Uh, and then Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report and also of NOLA.com, the Times-Picayune, and the Advocate. Uh, will join us at uh, around 5.15, and uh, he'll give us an update on the Green Wave, changes on the coaching staff uh, within the Green Wave, and also, uh, again, their, their recruiting class. We'll get into that. We'll finish up with Garland Gillen. He'll be talking Saints, LSU, Tulane, uh, as far as their recruiting classes also. He will uh, talk a little bit about what's going on uh, with the Pelicans as well. So we got a jam-packed show for you. Hope you'll stick around and enjoy it. Remember, if you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast at all the major podcasting platforms. Ankle, Apper, Apple, um, iHeart, Spotify, Google. I mean, you name it, it's on there right now. And if for some reason your favorite podcasting platform is is not carrying the show, uh, shoot me an email at Eric. Uh, at EricAsher.com, and I'll do my best to get it on that particular platform for you. Uh, but again, all you got to do is search uh, "Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher," and uh, you'll uh, you'll be able to pick that up very, very easily. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports had a great show with Jeff Duncan today. Uh, Jeff Duncan of the Athletic and also Fox 8, his brand new book. Uh, we talked about that. Uh, that was, our, again, our live broadcast uh, this afternoon at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. There's a chance to catch it again tonight at 6 on WLAE-TV. And also on, on the Deuce, 10 o'clock, WLAE-TV 2. That's tonight, 10 p.m. On, on Fridays, uh, it is 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. And then Saturday, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Also, uh, the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Uh, EricAsher.com, and we'll also post that on all our social media platforms as well. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All will be open on Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the day after Christmas, Christmas weekend. They're open 24 seven. They're open. They're open seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I mean, when you look at the just the time, the opening times, uh, you know, open early, open late. And that's the one thing you know about all the Oceana Family of Restaurants. They are open late. You're looking for a late-night place to grab a bite to eat? Uh, it is o- the Oceana Re- uh, Family of Restaurants. Oceanic Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Uh, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Also, Old New Orleans Cookery, 200 block of Bourbon Street, as well as Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villain Veterans and Metairie. Also, folks, if you're looking for uh, uh, to get some pans for uh, your... Uh, Upcoming holiday celebration, Uh, they can do that for you with their catering departments. Uh, So, again, think about the Oceana family of restaurants next time you're in the French Quarter out here in Metairie with Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All fantastic restaurants, all great places to hang out and have a few cocktails. Uh, It's the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back with Christopher Dotson of Forbes.
4: This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. The big day is just around the corner, so find great gifts for everyone on your list at Macy's Backstage, like fun fashion, fragrance and jewelry sets, toys, electronics, and more for the holidays, but only while supplies last. At Macy's Backstage, you'll get low prices every day on Fab Vines. Off-price, on-trend, arriving daily.
5: Delays are steady if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe exit. Also be mindful of delays on 10 westbound. Right around Clearview. Also, on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson.
6: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four seven nine two. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come cool off this summer and check out all the games on our 20 TVs. Open 7 days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly Staff and all the sports you can handle. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Three seven three five seven three three. Hey, don't forget, folks, if your heater's not working, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Fifteen trucks to the field strategically set up all over the city. Their technicians actually take those ho- trucks home with them. So, again, if you need emergency service, they'll get to you quickly. Nate certified technicians, the highest certification you can get in the industry and truly a company you can trust. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com acpromise.com. Let's head to the guest line. Got a jam-packed show for you today to talk Pelicans. Break it down for us. One of the best we got out there. Christopher Dotson of Forbes joins us on the program. Christopher, how you doing, bud?
7: Hey, man. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Love listening.
0: To Always you. good to have you. Always look forward to your articles. You do a great job for Forbes. Tell the folks how they can uh, check out your uh, all your great articles.
7: Yeah, Forbes.com backslash Christopher Dotson will bring up the whole archive. This month I've focused on uh, Josh Hart's uh, offensive evolution and then of course beyond Zion because I, I mean that's just a big focus with this team right now uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at doingitdotson and and get more of my in-game stream thoughts
0: beautiful well let, let's let, let's talk a little bit about it first uh, coming out the box here just your overall thoughts of, of again how this roster has been put together uh, by David Griffin
7: I don't think he could have done a better job. Uh, he found the one buyer in the market that he had the most leverage in to trade Drew to, which was Milwaukee. They had to have Drew to keep Giannis. I mean, no other team had a had a, a guillotine over their head like that. They had to keep Giannis. Making the move for Drew, the best talent on the market, had to be done. And Griffin got the most value out of him. I mean, past that, he parlayed some of that to get Adams. And. Adams, is, I mean, we saw in the first preseason game. He's such an upgrade over favors for what this team needs. Maybe in a different system, they look different, but for this Pelicans team, Adams and then Bledsoe is way better than just having Drew. And I mean, the rest of the roster filled in nice. Everybody's looking like they're ready for the season, and they're going to mesh well together. It, it, I, I could not grade this offseason better for Griffin, especially considering, you know, the circumstances and how he had to put all the moves together in general.
0: All right, everything starts with, with Zion Williamson. He's coming in can camp in great shape. Just, I mean, again, one preseason uh, game in the mix. His free throw shooting looks improved. Break him down for us.
7: Free throw shooting, let, let, let's start there. That, that was his only shot chart. The rest of his shot chart in Miami was a layup and dunk picture. Uh, he did nothing beyond layups, dunks, and free throws. That's one, one way of looking at how he played. The other was they did try and play him at the three a little bit. And it just he, he kept gravitating towards the middle of the paint. So getting him out of his comfort zone is maybe something they want to do developmentally, but as far as efficiency wise for this season, him operating on that low block and putting up shot charts like he did last night or you know a few nights ago in Miami is huge. Uh, beyond that, building up to the defensive side, he had he had a lot of problems guarding a the three. They tried it a few times in Miami, they tried even a uh, Ingram Zion trap at half court on Hero that just went terribly bad. Uh, The first play in the second half against Miami, Zion got all kinds of twisted up. His head was on a swivel. Ingram fought through a screen on the right wing, wound up in the left corner, and they just dumped the ball right to the low block. There was nobody in the paint to guard. I forget who dunked it, but it was the easiest bucket they got of the night. So that will be what I'm looking for in the second game, more than the offensive I guess evolution and put running more than just the basic sets is how does how does Zion respond to teams kinda of picking on him when they put him on a, on a defensive island. They're giving more defensive responsibility. If he handles that well, there'll be more deflections, more transition dunks, more highlights and and we all love seeing that.
0: And, and, Chris, I, I agree with you. Again, to me, again, the biggest thing he's got to work on as a pro is, again, on the defensive end. He seems lost at time, rotations he's lost. He's not a great straight-up man-to-man defender. It's something that ultimately I think he will get better with Stan Van Gundy. Uh, but, uh, again, you can say the same thing about Jackson Hayes as well. I mean, these these kids, I mean, coming to the NBA, they're just not polished when you talk about playing defense. And then you look at the NBA in a lot of cases going away from defense. But, they, look, we saw it in the playoffs. If you want to be able to win in the playoffs, you've got to play defense. And the hope is that Zion is a well-rounded player and not just a guy that can score, do spectacular dunks, and rebound.
7: Right. If he he makes leaps and bounds as far as growth on defense, this team's going to be a top four, top five, top six team. But he's going to be lost for most of this season. I think we can lower our expectations on the Pelicans winning the championship because Zion's still going to be growing a lot on the side of the court that matters most in the playoffs. And that's stopping the other team from getting a bucket. Cause I mean, he can turn a layup into anything if he's got four people in the paint packing it on him, but in the playoffs, it's a little bit different. And for this team to make that next step, seeing that whole evolution of his game, it'll be fun to watch, but I think he needs another season. It's much the same way Ingram needed another season. And we got, yes. it. he got his all-star, he got his most uh, improved mm-hmm. player. Zion, he'll always—he's too big of a star to win Most Improved Player. Lonzo can get that, but Zion can be an All Star this season, and then next season he can be one of those—you know—all playoff team type players, the player that understands what it takes to win on the defensive end.
0: The biggest enigma on this team, the biggest question mark on this team this season is Lonzo Ball with a qualifying offer next year. Uh, the, the Pelicans obviously really can have to make a decision on him this season. Uh, your thoughts on, on him, uh, you know, again, going into the season, under a new coach, new system, a lot more is expected of him in terms of, again, more disciplined play. Talk about Lonzo Ball.
7: Looking at it, Lonzo and looking at the stat sheet from Miami, he had the most shot attempts, most field goal attempts at, through most of the game. I think he might have even ended with the most shot attempts. We don't want to see that as Pelicans fans. Pelicans fans want to see Ingram and Zion getting the bulk of that work. So how he fits in, I think Stan Van Gundy has kind of he come in with the best ideas. I wrote about that for Forbes on how the head coaching search, a lot of it revolved around the ideas that coaches had for Alonzo Ball and what he would how his, he would be valued in this team. Stan Van Gundy wants to keep the ball in his hand in certain you know transition situations, certain op, you know half court sets. He'll be moving off the ball, keeping the ball moving. But they don't want to just stick him in the corner and give him three and D labels because that diminishes his value for what he could do for this team. He's he's a better player than that, but he's not the player that all the I guess Lonzo fans want him to be. And nor can he be on this team because that's just not the hierarchy we have right now. Beyond that, I mean, Lonzo can play defense. He can do a lot of things for this team. I just don't know if he's gonna he's gonna fit our wage structure. At the end of the day, that that's the big big issue because you've also got josh hart out there but at the end of the you just don't want to see lonzo shooting the most shots on this team night in and night out we
0: can't have oh i agree I agree with you. I mean, again, he's got to be a facilitator, not a score A score when he needs to score, and when he scores, I think he's got to be a guy that's got to be more of a slasher, that's got to get in into the paint and, 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 uh, and either either make something going to the goal uh, or, again, uh, being able to uh, uh, open up and, and, and spread the ball out uh, while, uh, while, again, probing uh, the, the, the inside of the, uh, of the defense. It'll be interesting to see, again, how he kind of evolves. With that said, Jackson Hayes and, Nik- and Nikhil Alexander-Walker uh, are expected to get more playing time this season talk talk about the two two second year players
7: yeah I'm not sure if they get more playing time that's the hope I mean last offseason we heard him talking up Nikhil in media day saying he would be you know downright mad if he didn't get playing time but he wound up in the G League he's shown growth I think he's learning more of his role as off the ball and hitting some of those threes that he hit you know in the first preseason game Jackson's shown great growth as far as I think Two or three times, he put the ball on the floor for two or three dribbles and then found a man. That, that's huge for his growth. And, again, defensive end, that, that's young players. That's going to come later. But they've shown great potential. I'm not sure they play more as far as minutes per game. They could probably play a greater role in smaller minutes, just hitting the shots, doing what they're supposed to do, Jackson learning how to set proper screens so that the bench, you know, the bench mob is freed up to, to run, run up leads instead of lose leads. That, that's a big part of their learning curve is just being able to go into a game and not lose ground because they're just so lost. Uh, this second season is going to be huge. They've had time to learn, and I think both of them showed their, some of their growth and what they've been working on this offseason in the first preseason game. That's exciting that they're already comfortable to doing those things and to see where they take it throughout the season. Uh, there's no telling where they could end up.
0: You mentioned your recent article on Josh Harp. He's the glue guy for this team. Talk a little bit about him.
7: Yeah, he 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 said in a media session the other day that, that he's been told he we've looked at to shoot more and that no player's ever, you know, been mad about that. He's been working on his offensive game, talked to some of his representatives recently on what he'd been working on, wrote an article about it. He's in the same contract situation for Lonzo Ball, but I I I think they'll get it. They'll have done more with Josh than Lonzo, just because Josh is the type of player that fits on every team. Kind of, it's the same way. If you can't play basketball around Zion, you're probably just a bad basketball player, right? Let's right? be real. If you can't put Josh Hart on your team and get him some minutes, just based on the grit, the hustle, the defensive communication, uh, all of those little small intangibles that he brings, there there's going to be a middle ground on the negotiating table for a wider middle ground. I think when it comes to negotiating with Josh and he'll be here at least a few more years and then you never know past that cuz the nba the roster turnover every few years is 50 60% you know, no matter what you do mm-hmm.
0: Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe come over in the, in the Drew Holiday uh deal first of all do you uh, i anticipate Adams being here the whole season do you anticipate Bledsoe being here the whole season
7: I do I actually think Bledsoe's going to be you know more of a defensive surprise and leader than most people anticipate I mean, he's right there. I think he can fill in more, you know, where people would say maybe he's 70% of Drew on defense. I think he's closer to 90. The same on offensive end. I think he can really carry it. He's got a bad stigma in the playoffs, but that's a good problem to have for this Pelicans team. If we can get to the playoffs and test him out with this roster, I'm fine watching him fail and then, you know, seeing where else we could go with it. But at least we made it. And he's the type of leader I see stepping up, uh, maybe even to that, that stronger veteran role that Drew and favors held last season, that he's not going to be yelling and throwing stuff around the locker room after a loss. He'll be getting up extra shots leading by example. And that's what I've seen so far. I think that's going to wear off on the the younger players, Kyra Lewis, Jr., Nikhil. And, and I think Bledsoe warm up to the city, you know, that, that it's new Orleans. Every player is going to warm up to the city unless you're Anthony Davis.
0: No, I'm right there with you. Now, again, We all know this is going to be more of a defensive-minded team this year. Uh, We saw the offense, I thought, flowed so much better uh, in, in, in just the first preseason game. And, look, that's a misnomer, even though, again, there are a minimum amount of preseason games this year. But again, taking the three within the flow of the game instead of making it again the uh, the number one option in terms of the offense. So many players in the paint attacking the uh, the the goal. What uh, what what's your what do you think the New Orleans Pelicans will look like this season on the defensive end, on the offensive end?
7: Well, I just did a podcast, Unfiltered Dunks with Dots, and you can find it on all your podcast platforms where I break down the offense and defense fully, mentioning plays, exact timing in the quarters, and how uh, Ingram. At the end of the first, start of the second, he took over. And when he started cooking, he was cooking. He he drew a double team, kicked it over to Nikhil, and Nikhil hits a three. He's right in rhythm, you know. The three wasn't the first option, but it was the best option right then. Next trip down the court, it was a pick and roll with Ingram and Jackson. Mid-range game, Ingram over the top, easy bucket. Next trip down the floor, Ingram hits a three. Next trip, I'm not sure if they got a bucket, but the next one they went down, and shot clock's counting down three, two, one. The buzzer goes off while the ball's still in the air. Ingram shot it from almost near the logo, but he'd been cooking. He was in rhythm. His heat check, that went in. That's another bucket. And letting Ingram cook on the offensive end right then when he was on the court by himself without Zion was great to see. I think we'll see a lot of that. On the defensive end, there was a lot that I, I didn't I, – I wasn't as enthused as I guess most of the Twitter and other podcasts were because I've seen a lot to work on the defensive end. Ingram getting beat. Zion getting beat when he got straight out of the paint simple things like that that can be cleaned up once Stan Van Gundy has more time to really just drill it into him What's going to be done, what the switches are, here's the option. Just do it. Don't think about it and don't get caught in the middle, you know, in a middle ground. Cause when you get caught in no man's land, you're going to get embarrassed and you're going to get scored off. I'd rather just get scored off and then learn, you know, learn the lesson.
0: Sure. Chris, um, uh, and and I, I'm I'd like to get your take on this because I feel like fans have look fans are tired of hearing they got to be patient okay uh, they've been patient since this team uh, you know relocated from Charlotte but but there has to be a sense of patience. Uh, with this team this year because of the changeover in the coaching staff philosophy, uh, the shortened, uh, the shortened uh, time to be able to, again, re- re-kick off the season. Only two preseason games, a shortened camp. And then, of course, next week uh, you're, you're starting the regular season, and then it's a 72-game uh, really sprint-slash-marathon for, for the NBA. Uh, but this is a year that, again, there has to be a little bit of patience with this team. I don't think we'll know in the first quarter of the season what type of team this is.
7: No, the schedule is pretty brutal coming out. Not too many home games. Not too many games against non-playoff teams. You have the tempter expectations, but you can also look at the expanded playoffs. And as a Pelicans fan, realize let's let's see how it plays out. Let's actually watch the whole drama unfold, knowing that at the end we're going to get our playoff play-in situation. Or we'll, right, you know, best case scenario we'll be top six and don't have to worry about it. But that end result, that 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 end, you know, build up to final beat the boss or Thanos at the end if you're comic book fan, you know, that, that big buildup, we're going to get that. This team's got too much talent to to miss out on chasing that eighth, ninth, tenth spot so that they can get a playoff play-in situation, get this team under another, you know, pressure-building situation that builds character and see where they're at. We're going to get to see all that. So don't don't get mad after the first 20 games if we're, you know, 7-13 and 13 because we can still play 500 ball from there on out. And, and be right where we want to be at the end of the season. I mean, between the seventh seed and the 10th seed, there's no big difference yep. anymore. And and just, just realize, be patient towards the end of the season. Maybe you know, they'll be patient in three years when, if somebody's still preaching that. But in yep. three months, yep. come on. you got to be patient yep. in three months.
0: Got to be patient. I agree with you. Chris, always appreciate it, man. Love your take. Tell the folks about Forbes, how they can follow you on social media. Uh, give us everything that that, uh, that you're doing.
7: Yeah, you can follow me, all the articles where I break things down in depth is at Forbes.com backslash Christopher Dodson. Uh, doing it, Dodson, on Twitter, and the Unfiltered Dunks podcast uh, on any app, you know, Spotify, Apple, Google. Sure. You can find me there for more uh, breakdown stuff that I can't maybe hits the cutting room floor for the Forbes articles, but it's still stuff I want to share with the fans, different different plays, specific plays, and, and plays that they've run more often than not and that's that's really what builds the rhythm in the team and that's how the rhythm of the season is going to go i hope y'all join me at at the podcast on social media and you know we'll dance to this beat of the pelicans winning together
0: there you go chris thanks for the time bud merry christmas to you and your family
7: likewise merry christmas y'all be safe out
0: there all right, that's Christopher Dotson of Forbes. Hey, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceanic Grill, Bourbon and Conti. You know, uh, they're they're right there in the heart of the French Quarter. Voted top ten U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor, and they're open seven days a week. Uh, again, they uh, you know open at seven a.m. and uh, their lunch, uh, their breakfast is all the way until one p.m. So look, uh, you got you got uh, an opportunity to have a late breakfast, then lunch, dinner. Uh, Cajun Creole dishes that are at its finest for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails. Uh, they're doing char-grilled oysters that are out of sight. They got, they, they'll got they'll char-grill them right in front of you at the Oyster Bar. Also, again, fine private rooms that accommodate from 10 to 120 guests uh, for your next event. They also utilize that when needed for dining, uh, for social distancing. Uh, it is uh, And also the authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Don't forget about that. That's a great place to have a few cocktails or to be able to dine in. Uh, it's, it's a family-friendly restaurant, but I'm telling you right now, perfect for date night, uh, perfect to get together with friends and family. Uh, you can also order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. We'll be right back. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at Mambo'sNola.com. Mombos is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone amazing cocktails, and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhard at acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you so
2: good you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine ravioli stuffed with jalapeno and three types of cheese fried then smothered in a homemade alfredo sauce only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant food so good you just can't stop thinking about it imagine topped with cheddar cheese then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce and that's just the fries only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is the cost
5: of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Ledge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit merrillledge.com slash to get started today.
0: Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Veterans and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer member SIPC.
4: Investment products are not FDIC-insured, are not bank-guaranteed, and may lose value. It's Super Saturday at JCPenney. Shop in-store or at JCP.com to save up to 60% on hundreds of super deals this Friday and Saturday. Get select kitchen appliances for just $29.99 each. Or rewards members get select diamond jewelry for $25 each. Or shop and save an extra 30% with coupon. Need fast? Pick up your order curbside. Joy, comfort, peace. JCPenney. Offers valid 12-18 to 12-19. Conditions and exclusions apply. Kitchen Electrics limited to 10% coupon discount. $25 jewelry excluded from coupons and rewards. See store or jcp.com for details.
0: Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Auto Works. They do it all for you, whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, whether you're looking for a brake repair or preventive maintenance, maybe, again, an installation of a custom exhaust system or a suspension system. Hey, it may be a situation where your climate control system is not working well, uh, again, your le- electronic system. What I'm trying to tell you is they do it all. They are the experts at Southern Tire. At Southern Tire Auto Works, they're truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs, so looking for a company you can trust with your automobile, whether you're handling a fleet account or it's your personal, uh, automobile that, that is out of um, out of warranty with the uh, dealership. Man, I tell you what, you got to go to Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Mentory since 1972. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. And of course you can give them a call right now. at 737 1558 or go to SouthernTire.com and check out all those services they provide for their customers. ASC certified technicians, the latest diagnostic equipment uh, that you can get in in, uh, in in when it comes to automobiles. Uh, and of course not that sticker shop that you're going to get when you go to the dealership. It's Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. All right, I want to thank Christopher Dotson for joining us on the program. Uh, This segment is brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted uh, by uh, TripAdvisor as the number one restaurant in Metairie. It's a place where you can enjoy a great meal with family, hanging out with friends, but also, again, a place where you can enjoy all your favorite sporting events. Over 30 TVs available for you, so you'll never miss a play. At Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, it's a unique combination of uh, Louisiana Sports Color and authentic Louisiana cuisine. they got a great menu that has something for everyone and fantastic cocktails to boot. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. And, of course, don't forget, open late. They will be open for Christmas Day, open again uh, throughout the holiday season for you. You get a gift card as well. Uh, It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. All right, uh, let's uh, shift gears. Our good friend Renee Nato of CreditySports joins us on the program now as uh, we talk about national signing, really national signing days. Uh, it was uh, started on um, on Wednesday and goes all the way to Friday, and that's the early signing period. And then in February we have another signing period. But uh, to break it down for us is Renee Nato. Renee, how you doing, buddy?
8: Eric, always a pleasure to be on with you, buddy. And uh, you know, as I've been, I've said all week, I've maintained. Uh, this is Christmas comes early for college football, and you never have a bad signing class. Just like you, no NFL team has a bad draft, there's no, sign, no bad signing class. And, you know, uh, somehow around the country, most college football teams have enhanced their, their, their rosters uh, yesterday and today, and we'll, we'll continue to do so for the next few weeks.
0: Renee, with that said, let's take the Greenies first. Talk a little about the Green Wave and, and what they were able to do on, on signing day
8: you know, the thing is, that something that, that he's done, he's pinpointed, uh, Willie Fritz has pinpointed his needs, and, uh, you know, he's got some kids from inside the, the state, uh, Mandel Eugene from St. Charles Catholic, uh, Iverson Celestine from Mandeville, uh, and, and Bailey Dispani, uh, defensive back from Caracol, three names that he got from inside the state. He did get a, a transfer from uh, Kansas State, uh, Salle uh, grad uh, Lance Robinson transferred in from Kansas State, and he'll play safety next year, and he'll be a great addition to that to defense defensive backfield. But you know, the thing is that what, what Willie Fritz did, Eric, is that uh, they, they addressed some areas they needed to to upgrade. And and a guy, a couple of names that jump out uh, at you know is is a, a guy who's a a junior college guard can play guard or tackle, six four, three hundred fifteen pound Hayden Shook, and he's he's going to bring that veteran experience to the mix, and uh, he signed with uh, Tulane with, uh, yesterday. Also, they signed Caden Candy from um, from Jacksonville, Florida, a three-star cornerback, and he's really, really good. Good size, 6'1", 185. They signed a guy who I think will will uh, produce down the road. Um, Jeff Nowenko from Oklahoma City, a 6'6", 200-pound wide receiver, 6'6", pounds wide receiver. And he hasn't played – he played football just this year and had not played since sixth grade. So he's got uh, – he's, he's a neophyte, if you will. Uh, he's got a lot of upside because he's a great skill player, a basketball background. But they feel like as he progresses and, and matures as a football player in the next couple of years, uh, he's not going to shrink. He's 6'6", 200 pounds, may go to 220, and can be a great get as a uh, as a wide receiver and and that's something that the 2A coaches saw value there and maybe some other other programs kind of backed off because he hadn't shown enough in football but you got to kind of know where you're looking and and see you know see what's not there but see what could be there and in the fact in the Wanko, um he can be a guy that can be very very good uh they also signed a uh a wide receiver TJ Huggins out of Miami 62170 um you know, just a couple of the names. But, uh, but you know, I, I think overall they signed 16 players, and and I think they'll, they'll do good. Another couple of names to keep an eye on that did not sign with Tulane and may sign in the next couple of days or in the February class. He is uh, a defensive end, Jaden Jones out of Montgomery, a 6'6", 250-pound product. And he's got Tulane, Mississippi State, he's looking at right now at a finalist. And another guy, an inside linebacker, Derek Strong, 5, 11, 230 out of Clarksville, Clarksdale, Mississippi. His finalists are Memphis, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Tulane. And what that also tells you is that Tulane is competing with SEC-type schools, Power Five schools, and and uh, you know and they coming away and, and be having some success there. So it shows you how well Willie Fritz has done and the, what he projects to the to the prospects as to what's coming in the future. I think that's uh, there's a bright bright uh, future ahead for Tulane.
0: Let's talk a little bit about LSU, a lot of toxicity around the program with the defections, uh, the NCAA cloud hanging over the entire uh, uh, university and, and sports programs now with basketball and football. Uh, and it was a lot of people, myself included, that were, were worried that we were going to see a lot of these signees, that they, these commitments bolt before they became signees. Wasn't the case yesterday when it comes to LSU. Talk about their, well, some are saying top five, some are saying top three class.
8: Yeah, they're, they're number three or number four. Depends who you listen to. But the thing is that people have to remember uh, they didn't start recruiting these kids this year. They've been recruiting LSU's been recruiting these kids for the last three years, and they've developed a, a rapport, a relationship. Uh, some kids have seen the campus. Others have seen it, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, th- through uh, or they, you know, they have just seen enough of LSU, the program, and and the facilities and everything. Uh, you know that they like what they see. They want to play in the SEC. They know that just a year ago, people forget. Just one year ago, LSU was fifteen and zero and a national champions and one of the best programs, if not the best, uh, in college football. So I mean, you know, they 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 uh, they flipped a couple of kids from Mississippi State that were uh, locked into deciding to with the Bulldogs. Uh, I, I think that uh, you know certainly uh, they they lost a couple of kids late to Alabama, but I, overall they had a they they addressed. A lot of issues. The only issue they did not address as of yet, and Ed Orgeron uh, basically said he's going to—it's going to be taken care of. They need to add a couple of offensive linemen, and I think that's going to be done um, through maybe junior college or grad transfers are going to kind of shore, shore up that spot. But they still have some—they still have six more spots to fill. Uh, Savion Jones, a defensive end out of out uh, of St. James, six five didn't sign yesterday. John Davis out of California, won't sign until February. And Kerry G, one of the best safeties around out of Atlanta, didn't sign yesterday, but they expect he will. But there's still some people that very, very, uh, I mean, among the best in the country are still looking at LSU. Tristan Lee out of Fairfax, Virginia, a five-star offensive tackle. Corey Foreman. Out of uh, Corona, California, one of the best players in the entire country, is still considering LSU or USC or Clemson. Brian Thomas out of Walker, Louisiana, is a wide receiver that is coveted by every program in the country, Eric, and he reminds me a great deal of Michael Clayton or Terrace Marshall. Uh, Brian Thomas, if he does in fact go to LSU, oh, it's you? between LSU and Alabama, uh, he'll be a great addition to the 2021 signing class.
0: The University of Louisiana's uh, really turned that program around into Billy Napier. How'd they do?
8: Oh, man, I tell you, it, the problem with, with, with ULL's got is they got to keep him. You know, he, he, uh, he, uh, he, he, he really did a great job addressing issues. And I'm going to tell you some kids that, that jumped out that he got in Louisiana. Uh, C.J. Cesar, uh, a 6'2", 200-pound safety out of Iowa, Louisiana, a three-star. A lot of people liked him. Kay Salabon. Uh, barnes cornerback uh, out of logan's port six foot one ninety uh... quarterback a dual threat quarterback out of Washington christian a very successful program six four two hundred pound hunter herring uh... committed and signed with the raging cajuns and mackie Malho, a tackle out of mandeville huge six eight three fifty uh... i mean he's a tackle they may move him inside great size uh, and, and, and I mean that's that's somebody that came on late and he and uh, ULL got in on him and uh, and developed a great rapport. There's a couple of guys to keep an eye on. Eric that ULL didn't sign yesterday that may sign uh, today or tomorrow. A running back out of Karen Crow, Kendrell Williams, six five eleven, two hundred and ten pounds. He fits the mold of what they have right now. Elijah Mitchell and Trey Regis, who are going to be seniors or seniors this year and may be leaving. Uh, Kendrill Williams fits the same type of mold and skill set that they have. And the defensive end, who will be playing in a state championship game next weekend, Cameron George out of Acadiana, one of the best programs in the state, six-two, two forty-five, a defensive end, has committed and expects to sign with ULL, and he can be a big get for the Raging Cajuns.
0: How about Nichols and Southeastern to kind of round out those in South Louisiana?
8: Uh, you know, they, they've done a great job, and, and at Southeastern, uh, Frank Selfo is, is, you know, with his quarterback uh, background, he's going to attract some, uh, you know, quarterbacks. One of them he's, he got yesterday, Bauer Sharp out of uh, Dotham, Alabama. Eric, 6'5", 220. Uh, offensive lineman they got out of Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, the Lions did Blakely Miller, 5, 6'5", 275. Now, he did get some guys from the uh, Louisiana area that I think are going to be in New Orleans area, actually. Gavin Birchall, a 6'5", 275-pound offensive tackle out of Chalmette. Leneris Elpage, who we may all remember, his dad was quite a player at Tulane. Uh, he is out of wide receiver out of Carver. Uh, boy, he is he is fast as a hiccup. And uh, and Corey L. Pierce, an athlete who can play wide receiver or cornerback at Booker T. Washington. He they signed with the Lions. Uh, and and Tim Rebo did a great job also. But he also got a couple of grad transfers: Al Davis, a wide receiver out of TCU, Out of really out of Lutcher, who's been at T.C.U. Uh, he transferred to Nichols. Uh, Juan, Ma- Juan Majares, who played at St. Augustine, has spent the last two years at Tulane, has transferred to, um, has transferred to Nichols. And the line is Noel Noel uh, is, a, is a 6'2", 230-pound uh, uh, nose tackle out of John Curtis, signed with the Colonels. And he is a big get. He is a very, very skilled big man. I think he, in time, he can be uh, an Al Southland-type you know, nose tackle.
0: Sounds like the state schools did pretty well overall. We know about LSU's class being a top class. We know Tulane is somewhere in the late in the late seventies, early eighties. But overall, around the state, looks like they did pretty well. They did, and
8: and this was a good year, not a great year. And you know, people ask all the time, Eric. You know, why doesn't the local schools recruit strictly in Louisiana? Why doesn't LSU recruit? Why doesn't Tulane recruit Louisiana? But sometimes you know you have to understand it's got to be reciprocal. It's you know the 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 school has to want you. You have to fit that profile or what it takes to play in the SEC or in Tulane's case to play in the AAC. Uh, and also sometimes kids just want to go elsewhere and see what the what, what the landscape is elsewhere. And so even if a school locally recruits a a player, sometimes they they wind up going elsewhere. I mean you look at look at the state and and some of the kids that that wind up going outside of the state. Uh, you know it's unbelievable. I mean, you, you had a uh, Byron Turner from St. Augustine went to Florida State. Andrew Jones from the John Ellis going to Memphis. Uh, Jackie Marshall out East St. John going to Baylor. Barry and Saul out of Holy Cross signed with Texas. So you know, and, and Kobe Fields out of Rumble going to Memphis. You know, you got kids that um, you know they just want to get out and see other programs. TV makes it so easy now that kids mm-hmm. get to see all the college football programs around the country basically on a weekly basis. And uh, and now they, they're getting drawn to maybe see, you know, getting intrigued by what this program has. Uh, another kid, Casey Kane, a wide receiver out of Warren Easton signed with the Texas Longhorns. So, you know, it, it's going to continue. And it and doesn't mean like the local schools did not recruit the kids uh, locally, but uh, sometimes the kids just want to get out and they, uh, they form a bond, a relationship with a assistant coach on another staff. and and it just seems like a perfect fit.
0: Renee Nato can talk it all from CrestCitySports.com. Not only, again, is he versed in, in recruiting, but also high school football. He can tell you everything you need to know about what's going on in, coll- in, in, the, in college football as well. And, of course, uh, with the New Orleans Saints and the pros. Uh, what you got coming up for us on CrestCitySports.com, Renee?
8: Well, you know, I, I, it's not too early. We got a, I just had a story. I turned in a story the other day, uh, the matchup. Um, you know, Tulane is going to be in the Idaho, Idaho Potato Bowl against Nevada, and I I kind of had uh, some intriguing stories on on what Nevada brings to the table and what uh, Tulane may have to do in the game and and the strengths and the weaknesses of both teams. You may check it out on the website. I'm also going to come out with the 2021 class kind of being put to bed. We're going to look to the future and see some of the prospects in 2022 in the new orleans area and what schools may be looking at them and what what prospects you may keep an eye on for the 2022 class that should be coming out in the next few days
0: beautiful always appreciate your time thanks so much for joining us today merry christmas to, to you and your family and i uh, look forward to having you back on very very soon
8: the pleasure is all mine eric you have a merry merry christmas
0: Thank you, Renee. Thank you. That's Renee Nado. That's my man, Renee. Renee, let me tell you something. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding here. He knows it all. I mean, you can sit him down and ask him about high school football. He'll break it down for you. You want to break down recruiting, he'll break down recruiting for you. Then you want to get into, again, the teams and what's happening in the landscape of college football. He can do that. You want to talk about the home team with the Saints, that, and, of course, the NFL, uh, NBA. He's, he can do it all. And, of course, he, does, he writes for uh, CrestedSports.com and does a great job there as well. Hey, Burkhardt left my home about three hours ago. And, uh, course, they came in. I've been talking about it on the program. I, I got them to install the Apco X Whole Home Air Treatment System that detoxes the air as it circulates through your HVAC system. Uh, it features a unique combination of UVC light, activated carbon, uh, which again reduces odor and also viruses as long as mi- and the, and the microbes uh, that can affect you, especially if you got a breathing problems or you or again you're just concerned about the indoor air quality in your home. Uh, Apco will again safely re- reduce VOC. Sees, biological contaminants inside the air system and throughout your home. Uh, they installed today. It took about an hour for them to come in and install it in the ductwork. And uh, I'm looking forward to, again, uh, you know, seeing how this thing's going to work over time, especially now with, the, with again, COVID-19 prevalent in, in, our, in, our, uh, in our world. Uh, again, the manufacturer says, again, the uh, APCO-X Whole Home Air Treatment System, uh, it will kill the coronavirus. It will kill COVID-19. So, again, we had that installed in our, in our home today. Uh, Burkhart can install one in your home as well. All you got to do is go to acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, they'll come out to your home. It takes about an hour for them to install it in your system, and then uh, from there on, Again, uh, it's working for you 24-7, 365. That's the APCO X system. Again, talk to my friends at Burkhardt about that at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans County. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or ins INSAgency.com. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving cajun creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner, fantastic cocktails that will amaze, come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard, and we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street.
5: Hiring can be challenging, but ZipRecruiter makes it fast and easy. We talked to Monica
4: Starks, who needed to hire for a pivotal role at her company, GS Group. As the owner of a construction company, finding the right people is a very difficult task. So I use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's
5: powerful matching technology identifies the right people for your job and actively invites them to apply, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. Monica did, and that's how she found Lamont, her new project superintendent. The job is so perfect for me. I had a career breakthrough. I would have never found this job if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter.
4: With ZipRecruiter, we've hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists. With ZipRecruiter, we get hiring results.
5: See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free
0: I want to thank Renee Nato of CrestCitySports.com and Christopher Dotson of Fours for joining us in the first hour. In hour number two, it'll be Gary Smith of NOLA.com, the advocate and also the Wave Report. He'll be talking specifically about Tulane, the changes on the coaching staff, also again the recruiting class. Uh, and then we'll finish up with Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports who covers high school, college and the pros uh, for uh, Fox 8. And we'll talk to him a little bit about both Tulane and LSU's recruiting classes. We'll talk about the Saints taking on the Kansas City Chiefs on uh, on Sunday, and also the Pelicans getting their season uh, starter. Remember, they'll be in uh, taking on the uh, Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow night uh, in the Smoothie King Center. About 800 uh, patrons will be there, and uh, of course, next week they start the uh, season on the 23rd uh, against the Toronto slash Tampa Bay Raptors. And I do say Toronto slash Tampa Bay because nothing infuriated me more than when the Pelicans uh, when wait then then Hornets had to relocate to Oklahoma City after Katrina, and it was the Oklahoma City slash New Orleans Hornets. No, it was the New Orleans Oklahoma City slash Hornets. Okay, uh, and nothing aggravated me more. So yes, we will we will continue to uh, talk about their uh, their home, their real home, which is in Toronto, and not their uh, their their temporary home, which is Tampa Bay. Uh, also, the NBA has come out with their trading deadline. It'll be March 25th, according to Woj. So again, the Board of Governors set that date as as of today. And uh, if you're wondering how Drew Brees is doing, uh, my my good friend Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports posted a uh, uh, a video on his Twitter feed. I reposted it on mine, Eric uh, at Eric underscore Asher, uh, in which it showed Brees going through his workouts today at Saints camp. I'm going to tell you right now, I know that Peyton is being very very coy with with Brees, and I would not force Brees into into coming back quicker than he needed to. But he sure lucky he looked like he was moving around really, really well today. So you might want to go check that out on Twitter. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Fan Biff Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conta Bourbon, Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street, Old New Orleans Cookery, 200 block of Bourbon Street, right next to Galatoire's, and Bobby Hebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans and Memory. All are open on Christmas Day. All are open late, seven days a week. And all the waiting for you to come on by, whether you're getting, grabbing a cocktail, you want to grab a meal, or maybe some appetizers, want to have some good times with friends or family, it's the Oceana family of restaurants. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back.
8: Catch the best prep football show in the country. Ken Trahan's original prep football report Friday nights during the football season on 106.1 Nash Icon, WRKN. Picayune, New Orleans.
0: Are you really ready for hurricane season? Hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us. So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhart. Burkhart is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. A around the clock burger special, breakfast or lunch plate, TikTok tock Cafe, Causeway South at I-10, in memory. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6, each and every weekday, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. You can listen live at the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. You can take those with you anywhere. Of course, Nash fm 1061 ericasher.com. Also, give us a follow on our social media pages, if you would. Uh, friend me at Eric Asher on the Facebook page. Eric uh, at Eric underscore Asher is the uh, Twitter feed. And, of course, uh, our podcast is available on all the major podcasting platforms now. Anchor, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Google, you name it, it's on it. If it's not and it's not on your favorite podcasting platform, hey, drop me a line at eric at at ericasher.com. Uh, email me, let me know, and uh, we'll get it up there for you uh, as soon as we can. Uh, of course, don't forget about the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We had a great conversation with Jeff Duncan this afternoon. Uh, we talked about uh, the Saints, Tulane, LSU, Pelicans, uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette. All were on tap for us today on the program. That was at our Thursday live broadcast at 1 p.m. Got a chance to catch, catch it tonight at 6 o'clock on WLAE TV, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports TV, 10 o'clock on WLAE TV, 2 a.m. if you're a night owl like myself you can catch it on the Deuce WLAE TV 2 and on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. A lot of ways to catch it over the airwaves but also on the WLAE TV YouTube page and on all of my social media platforms as well as ericasher.com All right, uh, coming up in the second hour it's going to be Gary Smith. He'll join us right after our first break here talking Tulane and then we'll finish up with Garland Gillen talking everything with Garland from Fox 8 Sports. By the way, the injury Report is out for the New Orleans Saints, did not practice today, and this is not good. Michael Thomas, for the second consecutive day with the ankle, has not practiced. Uh, hopefully, again, he'll get back on the field uh, by tomorrow. Uh, normally, if you, if you don't practice by Friday, you don't play, okay? So maybe, again, he must have, uh, have uh, tweaked that ankle some, or maybe it's out of an abundance of caution, but he did not practice again today. Uh, Malcolm Brown, still out. Nick Easton, still out with a concussion. Uh, upgraded to limited was, De- was uh, Deontay Harris. They need him desperately. I mean, you can see the difference in, 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 again, the return game without having this guy that, again, with one move can take it to the house. He's been a guy that has been has been a, a, a guy that's been able to flip the field for him consistently, and now, again, trying to get him involved in the offense, kind of like the guy we're going to see this week with, with, with Hill. Uh, it would be interesting to see, again, if, you, uh, if he can get back on the field and be as effective as he's been thus far. Uh, but those that are now practicing full, Ryan Ramshack back on the field, great news, Malcolm Roach, Marcus Davenport, Andres Pete. All upgraded to full, so they practice full today. So good news there. I told you as we were leaving the first hour, uh, the NBA set their trading deadline for March the twenty-fifth, according to Woj. Uh, so uh, again, when this this season, which has been you know, kind of, uh, kind of rushed because of COVID-19. Uh, the Pelicans will have until March 25th to be able to figure out who they want to hold who on to and who they don't. And, look, specifically, you know, you talk about Eric Bledsoe, we'll see how he's going to fit. A lot of people in the NBA circles believe that Eric Bledsoe is only going to be here for a short time, and they're going to move him. We'll see. We haven't even seen him on the court yet. I like Eric Bledsoe, uh, and, and I think that he can be an asset to this team. It'll be interesting to see if you know somebody out there is dangling something out. Eric Bledsoe would probably be a, a player that could be, uh, that could be utilized in a trade. The big one is Lonzo Ball. The big one is Lonzo Ball, understanding whether Lonzo Ball is, is going to be, able to be able to play in this system. He is not a bad defender, but he's got to get better in, in terms of being an all-around point guard. Uh, yeah, his shooting is suspect, but it's always been suspect. Uh, but again, if he, if he can stay under control and, and, and uh, you know, get inside the paint, uh, and, and make defenses pay there, and also the ability to be able to move the basketball without turning it over, uh, then he's got a shot. The problem is, again, he's going to demand big money coming up in his next contract. There's a qualifying offer that the Pelicans have for him for next year, so again, they can hold on to him. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know we'll see how, the, how that kind of plays out. Uh, Alonzo Ball, to me, uh, on 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 the hot seat here. He makes 11. He's making 11 million dollars this year. That jumps up to 14 million dollars next year. 14.3 on that qualifying offer. That's a lot of money, okay? For for a guy that you know came out as the second overall pick and has at times has lived up to it, at times have not. So we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, with the pels As far as the the, the recruiting classes go, you got to be ecstatic about LSU. You got to be ecstatic about LSU. The fact that LSU is as as uh, has the top is a top five recruiting class. Some have it as a top three, some time in a top four, but it's definitely a top five recruiting class. And, and the fact that they were able to hold on to the players in but also were able to still go out of state and, and to be able to get the, uh, the blue chippers they've been able to do under Ed Ogeron. Uh, this was a big step for this program that looked like, again, it was going down the drain. Uh, hopefully, as I mentioned last week, uh, you know, like the little guy that stuck his finger in the dike. Uh, so, again, the, 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 uh, the, they wouldn't flood. Hopefully the flooding has stopped uh, up, in, up in Baton Rouge and they can get back on the right track. Tulane, again, another solid recruiting class, 16 signees, nine on defense, six on offense, a kicker, ranked 74th by 24-7, 82 by rivals, uh, and not a bad recruiting class. Uh, But, again, as you heard, Renee Nato, a lot of schools are going to leave spots open now because of the COVID-19 transfer rules. There will be players that will be transferring from their present school because they don't feel like they have a chance to play. They can end up at other schools, and Tulane will be a prime target for that. All right, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open late seven days a week. So if you're looking for a late-night place to grab a bite to eat, whether you're in the quarter or out in Metairie, you got to check out one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner Mambo's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant and Old New Orleans Cookery offer lunch and dinner. Great Creole cuisine, fantastic cocktails. They pride themselves on on having great mixologists that will mix up a great cocktail for you, especially cocktails that are just uh, special to those particular restaurants or, again, maybe your everyday favorites. Uh, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Looking for a place to grab a bite on, on Christmas? They're open on all holidays, and also uh, they can cater your next event. Uh, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, we come, When we come back, it'll be Gary Smith talking the wave. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans.
3: Join the Blood Center on Monday, December 21st for the Kenner Community Blood Drive at the Event Center from 1 to 7 p.m. and give the gift of life. Donating blood is safe, simple, and easy, and just one pint can help save up to three lives. Plus, when healthy donors give blood at the Blood Center, their donations are screened for COVID antibodies to find healthy candidates who can give convalescent plasma to treat patients currently fighting the coronavirus. Visit thebloodcenter.org for more information and join us on Monday, December 21st from 1 to 7 p.m. at the Event Center, 1000 West Esplanade Avenue in Kenner.
5: This report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast Baconator.
3: Any time of the day is Baconator time. Baconate in the
5: a.m. with a Wendy's Breakfast Baconator. Yep, all that bacon you crave with a fresh cracked egg. Try one this a.m. free with any breakfast purchase offer in the app. There's never been a better reason to bring on the bacon. Always be Baconating. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the Crescent City connection on the eastbound side coming into the city from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Bonneville to Clearview. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the High Rise. And also be mindful of delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10-610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson.
6: On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, The men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the A.C.? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the A.C. bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honey duns. When it comes to replacing your A.C. system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street.
1: On any day in December, Pizza Hut can give to you the Triple Treat Box. Two pizzas, breadsticks, and Cinnabon mini rolls. Order
2: online at
3: PizzaHut.com. Know it out. Pizza's the Hut. Exclusions apply. Combinability of discounts and specials, prices, and participation vary. Additional charge for extra toppings and crust.
0: Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This hour, this half hour brought to you by our friends at Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street three floors of incredible dining and I will say it it is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street they took an old dilapidated strip club that was nothing but problems for the city of New Orleans and they turned it into this beautiful family restaurant uh, three floors again a, a beautiful bars great just a, they, they turned this place into a palace it's got beautiful barge boards uh, everything is just first class you can dine in their courtyard you can dine on the Bourbon Street balcony or you can come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar you've never seen the sight lines of the city until you've seen it on this Bourbon Street bar at Mambo's. Uh, It's a a perfect getaway. I mean, look, you want to go out for date night, bring your date up, sit on that Bourbon Street uh, rooftop bar, and enjoy a night out with friends, family, romantic getaway. And they're open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. You can also order online at Mambo'sNola.com. That's MamboNola.com. Uh, But go in, have a cocktail, grab a a Creole Cuisine at its finest. Uh, It is Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Make your next memory at Mambo's. All right, uh, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the program each and every week. Talking a little bit about the Tulane Green Wave is Gary Smith of the Wave Report and NOAA.com. Gary, how you doing, my friend?
9: Doing pretty well. It's, It's been... Such a hectic time around Tulane football. What with the Memphis game getting postponed, and then Will Hall leading leaving for Southern Miss, and then Willie Fritz firing his defensive coordinator, hiring a defensive quarter, su- coordinator, signing day. Um, tell you how busy I've been right now. I'm out shopping for a Christmas tree with my ten uh, year old son and my wife. And well, it, yeah, the, the pickings are pretty slim because yeah, you don't buy a Christmas tree this. It,
0: it is pretty slim at this point, but uh, you'll find something. You know, it'll yeah. be like was that Charlie Brown Christmas? You'll find that yeah, tree that'll fun. make that'll make it uh, for the exactly. family. But I, I get it. <laughs> (laughs) It has been a busy time for Tulane, and and in a good way. First of all, Mm -hmm. we talked about it last week. Now we know the opponent. It's going to be Nevada in the Idaho Potato Bowl. Talk about it.
9: Yeah, it's actually a pretty good matchup. It's a game Tulane should win. But when you look at some of the opponents that, that Tulane's conference rivals um, got, um, one of them is playing um, at Florida Atlantic, which just lost to Southern Miss by two touchdowns in their last game. I mean, that's, that's a joke of a game. Florida Atlantic can't play. That would have been a waste of time for the entire um, Tulane football team. Houston um, is playing Hawaii and New Mexico. Hawaii is barely a 500 team. They're no good. They got outscored for the year. That would have been a nothing game that would have, you know, they would have had to pretend like they were excited. Nevada's actually a pretty good football team and their strength matches up with Tulane's weakness. They've got a six foot four quarterback with a strong arm and a bunch of big receivers and an air raid type offense um, run by Hal Mummy's son. Um, and and obviously Tulane's defensive struggles this year have been against exactly teams like that. Tulane's certainly better than Nevada overall, but it's a game that, that Tulane has to play well in to um, make sure they win, and I, and I think that's good. You don't want to, I mean, you don't want to be playing just a, a horrible football team in your bowl game. So I, look, Boise's not ideal. <laughs> it's no, there's no question about that, but I think the players are happy that the game's before Christmas because it's been a long season. They haven't been able to see their families much. They'll be able to go out, try to win a bowl game, get a winning record, and then go home for Christmas with their families. So I, I think yeah, that that's right. a better option for them than having to wait through Christmas to play their game.
0: Well, they'll do it with three new coaches, too. New offensive Mm -hmm. coordinator, new defensive coordinator, and a new offensive line coach. Give us the lowdown.
9: Um, Yeah. Uh, First of all, the the defensive coordinator was a move that was – yeah, sort of anticipated, but I, I wasn't sure whether um, Willie Fritz would, would would pull the trigger at defensive coordinator because Tulane, Tulane's been pretty good on defense, but just too many too many big pass plays given up. He decided that he wants to win championships. I think this, again, proves he's not satisfied with winning six games a year, and Tulane's gone three and five in the American Athletic Conference back-to-back years. That's not contending for championships. So he he, he made the move, and he's bringing in Chris Hampton, who was his defensive backs coach for the last four years, and, and we saw the difference with the defensive backs when Chris Hampton wasn't there this year because it was a huge drop-off, just tons and tons of big plays all year long, which culminated in that defeat against Tulsa. Um, Chris Hampton – um, is highly respected in the business. He had a rough year. He went to Duke. They had a disaster season. Um, I think he'll be happy to get back to Tulane in a, in a promotion at, at defensive coordinator. Of course, the, the defensive coordinator at a little different than offense. Different offense because Willie Fritz has his hand, his hands on the defense too. He he needs a guy that he knows and that he can work with because. The defense is also Willie Fritz's defense, and, and he really gets along well with Chris Hampton. Chris Hampton, you know, <laughs> Perry Nickerson, um, um, but just a, a bunch of players that played defensive back have uh, have gone on um, to having shots at the NFL under Chris Hampton. So uh, yep. I, I think he's a good choice.
0: Now, some bad news, but again, it's not really yeah. it's not really going to affect them a lot because of the uh, of the depth of this particular position. But uh, I read your article this morning about Amari Jones transferring. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about that.
9: Another move that it doesn't really surprise me. Amari Jones, look, first of all, all credit to him. He kept a good attitude all year publicly. He didn't complain. Um, he didn't act like he was upset. He was a team guy, but he was not happy that he was. The, he was basically their third running back this year. They created that special hybrid role for him at slot back last year didn't really work great at it for him because his hands weren't that good. He, he had a couple of drops. He never became that huge weapon at receiver that they would hope he'd become in that hybrid position. And at running back, he was the third string running back this year. <laughs> and it's really fourth string, when Ty J Spears was healthy, then when Ty J Spears went down, Stefan Hudson and Cam Carroll were the guys that got the most carries. Um, he, he's a dynamic all-around player. At running back, he didn't quite have the same vision as the other guys. So if you gave him some space, he was terrific. He had, I think he had a terrific touchdown against Temple, uh, against Army in the open field but he wasn't as good at, at picking his holes and he also lost his punt returning duties to Jaquan Jackson the one thing he really excelled at was kickoff returning he had a he had a great returning as Tulsa to, to, to give Tulane one of its numerous chances to win that game that's where Tulane will miss him the most but I, he thinks he's a feature back a lot of he, I think he just thought he was going to get the ball more than he did and he's just looking for more playing time.
0: Think he was going to try to follow Will Hall to USM?
9: Um, I, that I would actually doubt, because I think he was never happy with his role in the offense okay. with Will Hall, um, and a they, they, Will Hall coach is hard, and some players take that well, some players don't take that mm-hmm. so well, but... I think Amari Jones again. They created that hybrid role for him. He sees himself as a as a as a feature running back. So I would, with him, you never know for sure. But I would be surprised if he ends up at Southern Miss. I think he's looking for he's looking for an opportunity where he's the feature guy. And uh, I I don't think that he'll be rekindling his relationship with Will Hall.
0: There you go. Let's talk a bit about uh, what happened yesterday. Sixteen signees uh, for the wave. Talk about it.
9: Yep. It's not rated very highly in the class as a class. I think Rivals. dot com has it ninety one in the country, which is a pretty big drop off from last year. But you know, this is such a weird year, <laughs> the, the pandemic. You didn't. They didn't get to eyeball players. They didn't get to go on campus for visits, any of that stuff. And Willie Fritz seemed pretty happy with with the guys they got. It's a small fifteen player class, and, and I'm going to single out two guys that I think could really be impact players. One is T J. Huggins, a wide receiver from Killian High School in Miami. A, big program in florida they need impact wide receivers this guy's the highest rated recruit in the class he looks like he could come in and make an impact immediately and he said one of the reasons he came was he's familiar with michael pratt they're both from south florida he said michael pratt was constantly tweeting and encouraging to come to come to tulane he's one guy and then the last guy they got in the class Jaden kennedy from jacksonville also in florida this guy, he led the state of Florida with ten interceptions last year. He had a sensational high school senior year, kind of blew up. He was a Howard commitment before his year. He had he had a bunch of offers after his big senior year. He um his he has a brother who was the number one hurdler in the country coming out of high school, went to Oregon. He has another brother who played at FIU and ended up getting a tryout with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So <laughs> he he comes from an athletic family. He's at a position cornerback that Tulane also needs some, some immediate help at. So I think those two guys can be impact players. The rest of the class, there's some projects, some, some guys that, that the coaches like that maybe not of other, other schools were that high on. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big thing on recruiting rankings because let me remind you, Patrick Johnson, was one of the lowest-rated players in his class when he came in. He ends up as Tulane's all-time sacks leader. Darnell Mooney right. was the lowest-rated player in in Willie Fritz's first class. He's now making plays after play for the Chicago Bears. So, so these coaches have, have shown they're pretty good at talent evaluation.
0: And not just that, they're pretty good at once these players end up at, at Tulane, mm-hmm. uh, cultivating that town and allowing yep. them to be, be good enough to go to the next level, right?
9: Exactly. That's that's the that, that's the deal. I get. I, look, the, w- last year. At the end of signing day, Willie Fritz left the left the media room and, and and let out a whoop and a holler. He was so excited with that class. They don't have the same feeling about this class, but it can still be a very productive class down the road. And you're right; one of the keys is developing players once they arrive, and and and, and Tulane has been superb at doing that under Willie Fritz. Because really, until last year, 2018, a little bit, but the 2020 class was the only class that Willie Fritz has had that was that was that had pretty high ratings, and mm-hmm. he, he's been pretty successful at Tulane and, and clearly upgraded the talent level
0: nine nine on defense six on offense one kicker any position <laughs> that they didn't get that you thought they should have uh, had of uh have have gotten a, a recruit from
9: well they they definitely needed a quarterback because you can't go into a season with two scholarship quarterbacks with which if right. keon howard chooses not to come back that's the situation they're gonna but but it wasn't for lack of trying and it, it was kind of a strange Strange deal, um, I understand why Ty Keyes left. He was tied to the hip <laughs> with Will Hall. He loved will Hall they're both from Mississippi. He did follow him to sign with Southern miss, but I was a little little surprised that Billy Wiles, who was also a highly rated recruit out of West Virginia at the last in the last week, also decided to decommit It's all about Michael Pratt there. Pratt had a great year. He's going to be two lane starter, barring injury and unforeseen circumstances for at least the next two years. And I think those guys wanted to play play right away. They didn't want to come back up Michael Pratt. But they're gonna to have to they're gonna sign a quarterback. They just they needed more time because the, Billy Wiles came about a week before when he, he changed his mind. So they they want to do their diligent research. They'll probably sign a quarterback in the late signing period in February and and, and Willie Fritz said he, he's gonna find a guy who's willing to compete and wants to compete. That that position um, would be the one that was the most. They really didn't sign any defensive tackles either, and that's a position where you need defensive tackles every year. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I would say that was the other hole in, in, in the class. Um, they, you know, a pretty small class overall. I mean, the pandemic situation, you know, a lot of seniors are going to be able to return for an extra year, stuff like right. that. Uh, I think that also affected the, the, the low numbers because they're just not sure how many players they even they even wanted to bring in this year.
0: Will you lead me to my next question, because a lot of coaches are leaving um, scholarships open because of the COVID-19 transfer rules, Mm -hmm. anticipating that players are going to move from other other programs to to programs where they feel they can play immediately. Tulane could be one of those programs.
9: Absolutely. Tulane had, until this year, Tulane had done an excellent job with their, with their graduate transfers. And as like you said, now there isn't a any transfer will be eligible immediately next year. And I, I, I do think that's a factor. Tulane really didn't do a very good job with that on that front this year. Every, they didn't really hit on any of their graduate transfers, any of their transfers that came in this year. Um, yeah, Some of them weren't bad players, but none of them were impact players, but you go back in history and Tulane's done, done much better in that department. And, and absolutely that, that they, that, Again, Willie Fritz wants to win a championship. They need a they need a few more players, some transfers to to get them to to that position where they compete for one next year and and, and I definitely see that then they're going to go after some guys there.
0: Well, Gary, I appreciate the time, especially because your wife and, and your son are waiting on that <laughs> Christmas tree. But thank you for your time today. What you got coming up mm-hmm. for us in, 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 in The Advocate and how folks can – look, if there's ever a time that you want to jump on the Wave Report, it's right, now. You want to know about yeah. what's going on with the recruiting. We're moving from, from football into basketball. So tell the folks about your site as well.
9: Sure, I'm looking – First of all, I'm looking, I, I believe that Chris Hampton, the new defensive coordinator, will be available tomorrow if they finally dotted the I's and crossed the T's so that he can be an official hire. I'm very much looking forward to talk to him to see where he wants to change the defense, what, what, what his vision is for for this defense. Um, plenty of bowl coverage Coming up, um, actually some, some more. It, Tulane, Tulane could be a little thin at running back in the bowl game because sadly, Stephen Hudderson's mother um, Stephen Hunterson's father died unexpectedly uh, on Monday. He he has not been at practice this week. His status for the for the bowl game is is questionable. And obviously, Amari Jones isn't there. So I'll be definitely looking at practice tomorrow to see who who who's actually out there <laughs> and, and and what their depth chart looks at running back.
0: Sounds good. Uh, and how can folks follow you on social media?
9: um at Garrett smith g-u-e-r smith um um tweeting constantly and and, and you mentioned my website i had the, yep. the entire transcript up from willie fritz yesterday from his press conference which i was the only person on that press conference that's the first time i can ever remember where there wasn't a single other media member on his wow. um meet on his recruiting yet because it wasn't live obviously it was on Zoom. so, so it wasn't um, a press
0: conference yeah. it was an interview it was it was yeah. a one-on-one interview
9: Yeah, it was exactly. It was. It wasn't a press conference. It was one on one. (laughs) Um, So, and and I, yeah, I I think I do a pretty good job. But it's always good to have other voices in there. There were a couple of questions (laughs) that I didn't get around to asking, and then afterwards I was like, dang, (laughs) I meant to to ask that, but yeah, at some point you you can't ask every question in the world. But uh, anyway. Um, that full coverage from that conference was up like an hour after it was over on my on my website. Word for the entire transcript of what Willie Fritz had to say about his 2021 signing class.
0: Beautiful. Always appreciate the time, my friend.
9: Thanks for having me on the show.
0: That's uh, Gary Smith. He covers the wave for the wave report and also NOLA.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for that generator, you better be, man. Look, if you own a home now, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a prerequisite. You've got to have a generator, right? Especially again with uh, uh, the way that, that the power goes on and off in a post Katrina world here in, in, in the New Orleans area. How about a single-day install? Burkhart will come out, do a consultation with you uh, for either your business or your home, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. They'll come out, set the date. They'll come out and do a single-day install. Uh, Financing available for a generator. So, again, look, if you can't pay it all up front, you want to pay it over time, no big deal. You can do that with financing for your generator through Burkhart. And, of course, they do a new install quality check after one month. If you have a generator at your home or your business now, and you've utilized that over the last storm season, over 100 hours, you have to have it serviced by a professional. Who's more professional than Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating and Generator Sales and Service? Burkhardt will take care of your generator, go in, service it, have it ready for you so, again, that when you need it next, it'll be there for you. Also offering 27, 24-7, 365 emergency service, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. They're the experts. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1. At Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good.
2: Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries only at Bobby bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine peeled, tail on Gulf barbecue shrimp swimming in butter, garlic, rosemary, and Cajun spices. Only at Bobby Abear's
5: Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Hiring can be challenging, but ZipRecruiter makes it fast and easy. We talked to Monica Starks, who needed to hire for a pivotal role at her company GS Group.
4: As the owner of a construction company, finding the right people is a very difficult task, so I use ZipRecruiter.
5: ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology identifies the right people for your job and actively invites them to apply, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Monica did, and that's how she found Lamont, her new project superintendent. The job is so perfect for me. I had a career breakthrough. I would have never found this
4: job if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, we've hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists. With ZipRecruiter, we get hiring results. See why
5: four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free ziprecruiter.com slash free.
0: This portion of the program is brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. They are open late, seven days a week, lunch and dinner. Have an extraordinary cocktail. You can check out, again, uh, their fantastic dining rooms. They got uh, uh, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms that you can dine there and have your next event. Also, uh, a beautiful courtyard uh, that's a great place to be able to, have a, have a, to dine in or have a, have an event. Also, don't forget Fantastic cuisine, uh, both for lunch and dinner. Uh, great cocktails, fantastic mixologists. You can also order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. Uh, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Again, Old New Orleans Cookery and the rest of the Oceana family of restaurants will be open on Christmas Day. Uh, so open on holidays, open 365 days a year for you. That's Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program now, our good friend from Fox 8 Sports, uh, Garland Gillen joins us on the show. Garland, how are you, my man?
10: Everything's going on, man. Uh, We got Drew Brees possibly returning this week. Uh, LSU's finishing their season. Our Devil salle Cavaliers are back in the state championship in football. Uh, It's all happening right now. Pelicans uh, cooking up, getting ready for the regular season.
0: 5,300 lead on is what I'm going to say. How's that?
10: (laughs) Well, I will say this. They're about to run into a buzzsaw, as we know. They ran into that same team last year, St. Thomas Moore. Their starting quarterback is Jamie Howard's son, Walker Howard, who's a junior who's committed to LSU. His number one target is Jack Besh, who is Blaine Besh's cousin. He's signed with LSU. Uh, It's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. But I'll be there freezing my buns off in Natchitoches. (laughs) On December 28th, oh, man, December 28th in Natchitoches at nighttime. Eric, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that part of it.
0: Right. But but they do have a nice Christmas display out in Natchitoches during that time, right?
10: Yeah, I heard that. But, Eric, <laughs> I'm going to be shooting that game, and I just right? know it's going to be like 30 degrees like a yes. kickoff in Natchitoches. Like, I can guarantee you that. I talked to Edna Carr's head coach the other day. Um, their game, if they beat Warren Easton, which I think they should, they would play Tuesday night. I was joking with their coaches that it'll probably be like 25, 30 degrees for their game on Tuesday night. Uh, they follow the next night after uh, Delos if they beat Warren Easton. So, uh, yeah, that, so we got that coming up soon. Semifinals this week for the, for the uh, public schools. And then we're going to get the finals in there. And then, you know, every college and pro are heating up, uh, getting to the finish line.
0: Uh, with with that said, let's talk about the Saints first. Uh, your your colleague with Fox 8, Sean Vazan, retweeted out a a, a Saints um, uh, video of Drew Brees. Looking pretty good, at least in warm-ups today. I know that uh, Peyton's playing kind of coy right now on whether he'll play or not. Give us your thoughts.
10: Well, that's the move, Eric. I mean, have the Chiefs prepare for two guys, okay? You know, uh, we don't get to see uh, past, you know, warm-ups what drew Brees did in practice uh you know all we can see is him stretching exciting stretching video but hey he had a helmet on this time you know last week he just had a baseball hat on when we were out there on thursday so at least we got a helmet this week uh it's getting closer but you know just hold it close to the vest to the very end um i know sean uh Bazan, jeff duncan the guys at fox 8 um they said if he's not 100%, don't play him this week because his team is already in the playoffs. So it's going to be intriguing to see. This is going to be a beautiful chess uh, match going into Sunday to see if he plays or not.
0: What would you like to see, Garland? Again, uh, if you would critique um, Taysom Hill over his first four games and then your thoughts on, again, him possibly lining up against Kansas City uh, after, again, last week, which was not really a, really a, a great showing for Taysom overall.
10: Well, Eric. I've looked at the Packers' schedule. They only have three games left. Um, for them to lose, I can only see it being the Titans in Week 16, but that would be at home in Green Bay. Uh, so you can hope for that. But um, it's going to be tough to get to jump the Packers to that one seed. So um, if Drew's not ready yet, uh, I know it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I know he wants to play. But this team is in the playoffs. They're in this for the long haul. And, Eric, I know the Green Bay will make a difference because it'll probably be like 15, 20 degrees, but most of these stadiums are going to have no fans in them. So if the Saints drop another spot in the, in the, uh, you know, in the seating, it's not that bad. Um, you want Drew healthy for the playoffs. Now, Taysom, the, the big concern I have, uh, uh, Eric, and, and Coach Payton brought this up during the uh, uh, conference calls this week, he has got to hold on to that football, man. This is just happening too much. Every single week. Now, I understand he was going to be sacked, and they're going to turn the ball over on downs, but he still fumbled the rock again. This is a major concern. Other concern I have is he's looking to Michael Thomas a little too much. I feel like that's his his security blanket, his safety valve. Got to get more guys involved this week. Uh, I mean, if you ask me, Eric, right right now, I would think it would probably be Taysom Hill for one more week. Um, Drew, uh, I mean, if he's not coming out – to blazing practice on Wednesday and we don't know about Thursday yet maybe maybe just wait wait, wait another week because uh, they're already in the playoffs
0: it was a night it was a poor performance by again the coaching staff and the team last week at Philly talk about that and then look I got a feeling that they're gonna, they're going to be an angry football team going in against Kansas City on Sunday.
10: Well, Eric, at least we have they, they have a lot of film on Patrick Mahomes. The only problem the Saints had last week was there was no film on Jalen Hurts or minimal film. They didn't know what he was gonna do. You knew he was gonna run the ball. So at least all the film was out there on Patrick Mahomes. Everybody knows what he can do. Um I still like the Saints chances with Taysom Hill at quarterback there because Eric, how can this defense play this bad two weeks in a row? they got no pressure on the quarterback at all. I believe they're going to rectify that situation. I think they're going to block better for Taysom Hill this week. Um, once the guy's in the, in the trenches, I think they'll improve that this week. And they're at home. I know it's 3,000 fans. It's not a lot. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs have one loss, and that's it. I mean, one loss only. But they're susceptible to losing. They, they've gotten behind in games. And you can get Kamara and Latavius Murray going with a run game. Anything can happen.
0: Let's shift gears to, to the LSU Tigers. First of all, the, again, the, the, the huge win against Florida in the Swamp last week. And then if you would, just kind of morph into your thoughts on, on the recruiting class. Look, one thing we talked about going a few weeks ago on the TV show, uh, that, again, he had to hold the line. Ogeron had to hold the line on this recruiting, on this recruiting class, and he did just that uh, yesterday. But before we get into that, talk a bit about, again, that great win by the Tigers on Saturday night.
10: Eric LSU's demise is greatly exaggerated. It seems uh, after that win against Florida, they can finish at 500 against Ole Miss. I know Ole Miss took a massive hit today. Their star receiver, man, this is crazy. I don't know Eric. You and I talked about it before we were on yep. the air. The difference between quitting and opting out. How do you opt out with one game left in the season? One game. <laughs> one I mean, game. It's, it's Thursday. He opted out two days before the LSU Ole Miss game. He couldn't make it the final two days. That I mean. I'm all for these kids opting out and making their money. But, man, this is one case, Eric, where I'm going to be with you on this one. This is just flat-out quitting Two days before right. the game, the guy opts out. That, that That's insanity right there. That That's one I haven't seen before. Uh, so it's 2020, so there's a lot. Of, I haven't seen that before. And in the Swamp. Eric, the entire game, I was like, is this really happening? Are they going to keep doing this? I mean, Joey Galloway and Jesse Palmer were laughing at LSU at halftime. I know LSU's football Twitter handle tweeted it out after, and I retweeted it because I just thought it was hysterical that they gave them no chance. Um, That was probably the biggest shock of the year, the the shoe throw, the field goal, and the fog. Um, LSU, though – I think they could have tempered the, the celebration a little. This still was a 4-5 and five team. The locker room after the game was, looked like they just won the national championship. So maybe pump it down a little bit. But they got that win. I think it helped them in recruiting. It kept everybody steady. Uh, Chris Hilton was on the fence, uh, the wide receiver from Zachary, about not signing mm-hmm. until February. I'm sure those kind of guys got really excited. Mason Smith, I was in at the uh, home of Terrebonne Civic Center yesterday for his signing. He said it went down to yesterday morning. He said Georgia was pushing them hard to the end. Um, I gotta believe him. I always thought it was an LSU. I thought LSU was always the favorite, but he made it seem like Georgia made a push. But man, Coach O on the Bayou, a Bayou boy. I mean, that that have been one of that have been a bigger upset, I think, than LSU beating Florida. That uh, if if a Bayou boy didn't go to LSU, that plays on the defensive line. So right now, that that recruiting class is a top five class by all recruiting services. Eric, I'm still really worried about the offensive line. Uh, the signings—only one guy—they're going right. to make. They're going to they're do some major work. They need linemen. When you're begging Liam Shanahan to come back for another season, in the center, um, and you got some depth depth issues there. Marlon Martinez got into that game the other night because Deculis went down. You need depth at lineman. I guarantee that's where he's going. In this uh, later national signing day in February, because he has spots open, I know he's trying to get some JUCO kids uh, mm-hmm. on the line. I know he's trying to flip a Florida State commit, so he's still got work to do. But he's got the receivers, he's got the running backs, he's got he's got the linemen on the defensive side. He got the best JUCO linebacker in America. He'll probably start right away, middle linebacker with Jabril Cox going the NFL. So he's got it all. He's going to have a. And he ha, now he has a quarterback competition too, Eric. Okay. Now you got Max Johnson, you got Garrett Nussmeyer, you got TJ Finley, and then you got, I think, the incumbent. I think Miles Brennan is the favorite in the spring. Um, But you got a real quarterback derby this spring, so it's going to get really fun uh, coming up uh, in the next few months.
0: The Green Wave signed 16 signees yesterday, 9 on defense, 6 on offense, and a kicker. They've been ranked 74th by 24-7, 82 by rivals. You see all, a lot of these kids, uh, and you know this program inside and out. Your thoughts on how Willie Fritz did yesterday?
10: Yeah, I like the class, and I've uh, covered Iverson Celestine, uh, the running back at uh, Fountain Blue. I really like him a lot. Uh, I, I mean, Eric, let's get back to the, the, the team, though, itself. I really like Michael Pratt. Uh, I think this, this kid is going to be a, a four-year starter for uh, Tulane. Uh, I know uh, a lot of people – I know we talked about your TV show. Some people want to see Justin Ibieta get in there. Yep. Uh, maybe in the spring you'll try to give him a run. But, man, Michael Pratt is the real deal. Uh, I, I'm ready to see what he can do in the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, I'm glad I got all that in there just now. But, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you now he, he has to make he, – he's got some new guys coming in on the coaching staff there, uh, Willie does. But at least they're in a bowl again. I mean, three years in a row, we're talking about Tulane in a bowl game. I know it's not what I think a lot of us expected more this season. I know the Tulsa game was a disaster. They should have won that, should have won the Navy game. So should Probably should have had two more wins, eight and three. But uh, I, I still think that they're holding the fort down, and I think this team is going in the right direction.
0: University of Louisiana taking on Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt Championship, trying to avenge the loss from early in the season. Coastal Carolina has been the darling of uh, college football this year. Uh, you, you've seen the UL play. Talk a little bit about this game, and of course, Billy Napier's turned this program around.
10: Eric, the first time in Sun Belt history, we're going to have a rank two-ranked teams in a championship game. I mean, who would have thought? Right. And you know what, Eric? I went and looked up their website, their school, and around the school. Man, they're in Myrtle Beach. They're on the beach. I mean, I think this team like got like some real potential to be one of these big dogs going forward. Uh, given uh, you know, teams are run being in the top ten every year. I mean, you're right on the water in Myrtle Beach. That's really cool. And then Coach Napier. I mean, the culture he's built there. To get that Auburn job. I think that's a Hugh Freeze job. I know he's turned down a South Carolina gig, a Mississippi State gig. Uh, I think Napier, I'm intrigued what else is going to be out there, but I think Napier might stay another year because there's not a job out there he's going to want. Um, He's killing it in recruiting in Louisiana. He's getting all the guys um, that are right below LSU but still have a lot of three and four star talent on that team. Um, I think they're going to be dominant going forward with Billy Napier as the head coach. Um, this is gonna be a fun game. I mean, this is gonna be one of the this is probably one of the best games of the day next to Notre yeah. and Clemson because I mean Alabama is gonna boat race Florida. We all know that. Uh, I'm not impressed with Florida at all now, but uh, yeah, on the on the uh, surf turf is what they call it in uh, mm-hmm. and, and Myrtle Beach. Uh, that that's gonna be one of the games of the day. I mean, I, I'm an AP voter. I've had Coastal Carolina in the top ten. I've had UL in the top ten because. Iowa State has two losses, and one of those mm-hmm. losses was the UL, so I don't understand how Iowa State is that high, UL is below them there. So I got Raging Cages, number 10 in my AP poll, and I got Coastal Carolina in there also in the top 10. I'm all in on the fun belt.
0: Beautiful. Last question for you. It's only been one preseason game, but just your impressions of the Pelicans thus far.
10: Eric, Zion's playing 33 minutes. It's a beautiful thing. Let yes, him, it is. Let yes, him play it is. As much as once i'm tired of these minute restrictions let him go 10 of 11 from the free throw line brandon ingram the twin tower also looked really good i know that jimmy butler wasn't playing for the heat some of their 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 main guys weren't in there but that's the biggest thing i take away from that game eric is that he's playing let him play the fans want to see it give us what we want i know there's only 750 fans in the stands the game's gonna be sold out tomorrow night they should be sold out every game this season, really having 750 fans. But give them what they want, and I want to see Zion on the court more. Minute restrictions gone.
0: I'm right there with you, Garland. You got wall-to-wall coverage over at Fox 8. Tell us all about it.
10: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I'm gonna be at the Car Warren easton game at beautiful Haas Menson Stadium in Harvey. And then uh, Saturday night, I'll be at the LSU Ole Miss game. And then we're gonna re- we're gonna tailgate at 10 o'clock on Sunday. Get you ready for Saints Kansas City and then 10.30 on Sunday night, final play. We're going to wrap it all up. Deuce McAllister will be in on there. We'll wrap up the LSU game. We'll wrap up the Saints game. Uh, we'll talk about the Pelicans, what they did on Friday night, and we'll get a little high school in there.
0: And, of course, uh, if you love both food, football, and football, you can always check out your blog, right?
10: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm being uh, – I haven't I'm. done one in a while, but you know what, Eric? I pulled up the Nola Pizzeria and pizzeria Brewery, and um, I might ch- – Write up something on this. uh, I've never had it. Lee Zerk has talked it up. So you know me. I'm always about trying new restaurants. Yep.
0: We'll be looking forward to it. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate your time today as always. Thank you, Eric. That's Garland Gill on the Fox 8 Sports. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Hey, if you're in the market for a new air conditioning heating system, why would you go anywhere else with Burkhart? You're talking about expertise since 1989. You're talking about customer service, service after the sale, 15 trucks in the field. They can get to you quickly. They'll give you a 30-minute cursing call. Gave it to me today before they came to the home. Let me know. They were putting that APCO X um, system in my, in my air conditioning system. Let me know they were on their way. Uh, again, that's just uh, customer service, and then again, the expertise of Burkhardt. Nate certified technicians, the highest certification you get in the industry. Uh, financing available uh, for uh, for your new system, and ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee today with the new CER, uh serum uh, you, the new sear on the, on the new systems, uh, they will save you money. And, uh, look, if you're looking for a, an opportunity to save money, uh, cool your home, heat your home efficiently, uh, ask Burkhardt about the brand-new systems that are out there. They are authorized to service all, all brands, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the market. Looking for a company you can trust? Don't sign that contract until you call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. And we have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. our customers
4: some gifts say i care about you some gifts say i'm going to wow you this year one gift says both it's the new oral bio the electric toothbrush with the irresistible design that dentists will find irresistible for another reason it improves oral health by delivering the wow of a professional clean feel at home every single day this year give the gift of wow the oral bio Oral B, brush like a pro. It's Super Saturday at JCPenney. Shop in-store or at jcp.com to save up to 60% on hundreds of super deals this Friday and Saturday. Get select kitchen appliances for just $29.99 each. Or rewards members get select diamond jewelry for $25 each. Or shop and save an extra 30% with coupon. Need it fast? Pick up your order curbside. Joy, comfort, peace. JCPenney. Offers valid 12-18 to 12-19. Conditions and exclusions apply. Kitchen Electrics limited to 10% coupon discount. $25 jewelry excluded from coupon and rewards. See store or jcp.com for details. Yes!
3: Place St. Charles is open for the holidays. Place St. Charles first and second floors are open for business. Whether it's lunch at the food court, banking, or buying a gift, Place St. Charles is the place to get it done. With lots of international options for lunch, the food court at Place St. Charles is a great choice for socially distant dining. Both indoor and outdoor balcony seating available. Get your hair cut, your nails done, buy a bottle of wine, a diamond ring, or a smoothie. It's all here at Place St. Charles, plus a beautiful 25 foot live Christmas tree festively decorated with ornaments and nutcrackers awaits. Oh the fresh pine scent in the first floor lobby around the Christmas tree. Enjoy live music during lunch December 14th and 15th. Plus St. Charles 201 St Charles Avenue is open and safe for the holidays.
4: <laughs>
3: Questions? Call 504-524-4444. See you for lunch. See you socially distant around the tree. <laughs>
0: All right, I want to thank our guests, today, Christopher Dotson of uh, Forbes, also Renee Nato of uh, ChrisCitySports.com, Gary Smith of, Way of The Wave Report and NOLA.com, and Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports. Today's program has been brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conta Bourbon, open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Also, Mambo's, uh, again, the o- newest restaurant is part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants with uh, Bourbon Street Balcony uh, the only bur- and the only rooftop bar, Bourbon Street rooftop bar. Uh, you go out there and enjoy that. And, again, that 411 Bourbon Street. Also, Old New Orleans Cookery in the 205 Bourbon Street right next to Galatoire's. Uh, all of the restaurants in the quarter have um, a courtyard. Of course, uh, they have two Bourbon Street balconies at Old New Orleans Cookery uh, for you to dine in and have your next event. Uh, again, Creole Cuisine at its finest at the, the uh the, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And last but not least, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie, Uh, 30-plus TV screens. You'll never miss a play. I'll tell you right now, they even have a TV in the bathroom. You literally will not miss a play. And, of course, a fantastic uh, menu for you. Great cocktails. Got fantastic mixologists there as well. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. All will be open on Christmas Day. All are open late, seven days a week for you. They're open 365 days a year. They never close at the uh, Oceana family of restaurants. Also want to thank Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors. You go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor sponsor our program. Thanks to those sponsors. Coming up next, it's going to be uh, Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Ken Trahan and Michael Green. It's the Christmas edition. And coming up on WLAE-TV, it is Inside New Orleans Sports with myself and my guest is Jeff Duncan. That's it for me, folks. Enjoy your evening. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Zara Asher from the Dog Catch of the Governor. They all got go.
1: right. to go.
6: Anytime, any.